0: Everyone, you're listening to battle red radio i'm at weston and tonight i'm joined by the one and only my good friend taylor the pup to my texans how are you doing tonight man
1: the pup to your texans
0: oh uh, did you not know about this texans pup thing
1: well wait i think you've told me about it hold on isn't it that it was advertised on the Twitter account for positivity? Yes, yes, and it was done by Kroger. I I don't
0: know. I don't know. Who the, I don't know who <laughs> sponsored this puppy mill animal. This you, sick, inbred, disfigured puppy mill animal.
1: What? What is? No. I hate this dog. How can you hate a dog?
0: I hate this Texans pup.
1: Let me see. Oh, look how cute he He's is. not cute at all. What are you talking about it's a lab.
0: No, it's not a lab.
1: What is it then?
0: It's a it's one of Satan's spawns, is what it is.
1: One of Satan's spawns. If Satan's spawns look like that, I'm going to hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I'll be up there with the angels then. I can't oh, look at that dog.
1: What do the angels look like? Are they cats? Nobody wants oh, to go. I hope not. Yeah, exactly. If you're saying that's in hell No,
0: yeah. no. No, yeah. hell hell is a giant litter box. Yeah,
1: no no There are you no kidding. cats in heaven. That is not in a litter box. Kirby is the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Well
0: I'm what I'm saying though is like Texan's pup is like uh he's like an animorph, you know? He's like a demonic animorph It's like a demon that transfigured himself into a little puppy. That's so not a dog.
1: So you're saying it's like the movie fluke. Sure. Yes. You know, where the guys drive side by side on the street, and then one of them crashes, he dies, his spirit ends up in a dog. That dog is then adopted by a family. His family, oh my god, it's so emotional, and it's so awful all at once. Is this Disney Channel stuff? No, I actually don't think this was made by Disney. I don't know, it's like 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. I watched it as a child, and I was scarred after seeing the guys side by side on the road and one dying. It never, it never sat well with me, and it was like a revenge thing. I don't know, man. I, I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, well, and get a, and you probably rented it too. Or your parents bought you Fluke as well. Like it wasn't like, oh yeah, we'll get this to try tonight. You'd to actually go out of your way to own Fluke or watch it, you know?
1: Well, yeah, it's because I always had to push the limit because I couldn't get PG thirteen. I always had to get PG. So that's why I always try to make <laughs> oh a hardcore film.
0: Yeah, get that G out of here. That's for that's for women and children and cowards, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Women, children, cowards, rated G. That's where you belong. Yeah,
0: the G stands for girls.
1: Wait, no, unless it's Pixar. I'm not, never mind. I'm not saying that anymore. I don't think there's Pixar rated PG. I think Good Dinosaur is, and that's a terrible movie. Oh, so really? G Yeah, Pixar. Sorry, man.
0: So... Last night, the Houston Texans played the Carolina Panthers. It was Davis Mills' first start. Um, the Texans ran like an offense that was designed to make sure he didn't die. They're like, all right, we can't kill him tonight. And so it was a lot of screen passes and runs to nowhere. And they opened up the offense a little bit in the second half. And they had that one touchdown drive. And then the Panthers are just like, oh, we're going to blitz him every play now. If they actually try to throw the ball. And he was hit nine times and sacked four times. And he still managed to make it out alive. And really, the Texans' entire passing attack right now is Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks. He had like eight catches last night and was the entirety of their passing attack, too. Um, and defensively, it was really bad. They didn't stop Carolina once in the second half. And they had some problems in the first half. Once Christian McCaffrey got, got, went down, from a Carolina perspective, like they didn't have that source of easy offense. And it took them a little while to find their footing and then, they had two touchdown drives and two field goals, and their only stop was because the game was over because they had to kneel the clock out uh, but it was a it was pretty much a game where they were trying not to get embarrassed on Thursday night football and they did that and uh, but it ended up being like a very you know subdued and uh ro- not raucous affair very kind of boring and about what you expected you know
1: it was an awful game. I don't know what the hell I was watching out there. you know when talking about one of the most boring games of all time. Let's let's put that on the chart there. It's got to be easily top 10 for me. I don't know. What the hell was that? And you know what? I'm going to give the Texans benefit of the doubt. Who knew that Tyrod was so great? Who knew that he was the truth, the savior, and everything that the Houston Texans needed in the world? But now you're stuck with this guy.
0: And this this guy.
1: guy? This guy doesn't know what he's doing. It looks awful to watch.
0: Did you see that scramble he had?
1: No, he looks like who? Who am I thinking? He looks of? like Mike Lennon. It's exactly he, who he looks was...
0: like, but he looks like like Mike Lennon's from the Midwest, but Davis Mills is California. You know, he's like Jared Goff, Mike Lennon.
1: So it's like the both the wannabe Matthew Stafford and the wannabe Jared Goff.
0: <laughs> Imagine being wannabe Jared Goff.
1: Exactly, that's what you have on the Texans, and you now he's
0: like I I I can't think of. The only player I, I could uh, compare him to at all was Zach Meddenberger, but at least like Zach Medenberger had like some arm strength, you know, he's like a smarter version of Zach Medenberger, but with the worse arm.
1: I would agree with that because at least Medenberger, he had the stockiness to him to where he could just bomb it.
0: Yeah. I- he didn't know where it was going, but he would do it. He had a cool
1: mustache. Yeah, it's all about the mustache. And when it comes to though this Texans team, Matt, they were fun. We had a shot.
0: Nobody believes in us.
1: I, but now it's boring to where you're just going to pretty much stop the run and just force him to throw the ball downfield. That's all you're pretty much going to Because he's just going to dump it off the entire time. I mean, 168 yards. What do I do with that?
0: Yeah, he was at three-point yards in attempt in the first half, and he climbed up to five.
1: And, Matt, if you have nothing to lose, why don't you just, like, bombing it downfield?
0: Well, they're they're trying not to kill him, you know? I hope, like like David Coley said in the press conference that, you know, we— we gave him a limited package, and he ended up being able to do a lot more than we thought, so we're going to open up the playbook some more, and like we do at Tyrod, but Tyrod has athleticism. You can't run the same playbook with Tyrod and Davis Mills, um, but like I do hope we at least like see an actual NFL offense for Mills sometimes this year, just so you can't glitter that turret up at all, and they make sure they draft a quarterback sometime in the first round next year.
1: So do you at least, and this is where with Texas made, we kind of talked about at the beginning of the year. So was going to ruin your chance at the number one.
0: Maybe I still think they're like a four one team with him.
1: Whoa. Whoa. From what I was seeing, man. Oh, nothing. wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. No, I mean like we were a Super Bowl contender with that yeah, like like, quarterback. What am I? Who am he's I?
1: I'm flopping right now. This team now is easily, easily top three pick.
0: And not only that, they're like, Easily one of the most boring teams in the league now too.
1: Thing it's awful now to watch. I got nothing. Everyone's like, look at Mark Ingram, look at David Johnson, look at these guys resurgent. Now we got nothing. Now, I
0: do, I do kind of like Mark Ingram though this year. So he's averaging zero point eight yards before contact, and like two point two yards after contact because they can't block from it all. And so he's just running through tackles and pretty much doing everything on his own. And that's kind of the the problem with the offense too. With Mills, it's they can't run block at all. And they have all these guys that they signed, all these guys that they drafted early, all these trades that they made, and they still can't run block. And they're trying to be an outside zone team. They can't block it. And so hopefully they just start running like double, like hip to hip double teams and just move the first level. But the run game's awful. So they play Buffalo next week, then New England, then Indy, then Arizona, then the Rams. Then the, then the Dolphins, you should have two a back. Then a bye week. Then the Titans. Then the Jets. Um, This may be like a, a first overall pick, Week 12 sort of game between them and the Jets.
1: Well, yeah. And this is probably going to... No, I actually, I'm not even going to say that because I still believe that the Jets are going to be able to win some games here. So now when it comes to the Texans, I think this is going to be... This is my numero uno pick now. I just, unless, when's Terat supposed to come back here?
0: He's going to be out at least a month. A month? They're not going to win a game without him.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you're going to be be, what?
0: They're going to be probably one one in six or one in seven whenever Taylor comes back.
1: Oh, God, yeah. This is my number one pick here. And I think the Texans should just keep rolling with what they're doing. It's going to be awful. No one's going to want to watch. But you can watch College to see what you're gonna get.
0: Yeah, that's. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like for me, like I'm. I i can not watch College. Um, I'll just well, watch those guys after the season's over. But I think I may just write like, I don't know, just write film articles about the other team because I write this game preview and it's like three thousand words. This last one's four thousand words. I put way too much time into it. And but whenever they're like one and eight, I don't think I can spend you know a whole week writing a game preview. Like I'm like pretty mentally ill, but I don't know if I'm that mentally ill to spend four days and four thousand words writing about uh, the Texans and the Titans. You know, I may just write about like the Titans outside zone scheme offense instead.
1: Are you even a fan? What are you even talking about? You're the one who believed in this team. You were telling me Super Bowl.
0: This is a different quarterback. you were wearing your Houston Texans
1: shirt. This was all about this team. And now you're saying you're not going to be able to watch them? No, no. What I, type I, said, of the I said, I
0: don't that? think I'm going to be able to write the game preview. I'm still going to watch them every week. I'm not going to not watch them.
1: that doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to watch them, you're going to write something. You're going to love that game preview like you've never loved it before. <laughs> I, you don't just watch it and not write that game preview. You do it.
0: I may just write it without a video at all in it and just like i may i may just make it like six paragraphs instead of 25 paragraphs
1: taking the lazy way out i I'll, I'll, I'll
0: send you the last one you can read it and be like is this worth doing when the texts are two two and nine you know <laughs> and you know
1: what? no matter what i'm saying yes god so you not have to say I mean, actually that, say yes
0: that makes me feel better yeah say yeah i'm gonna send to you and just say yes but like, keep doing this this is really good
1: yeah, okay. If you want that positive momentum. Yeah, it's, I all got about, you.
0: it's all about lifting each other up. That's what friends are for.
1: Exactly. That's what friends are for.
0: So I got I got a new segment here. You ready? We're gonna ready? play best O and two team and worst two and O team.
1: Ooh. So
0: the O and two teams are the New York Jets, who Ooh. lost to the Panthers and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. The Colts he lost to the Rams and they lost to the Seahawks. The Jaguars, he lost to the Texans and the Broncos. The Giants, he lost to Washington, and then there's a game where Saquon couldn't run at all. Um they lost to Washington and they lost to Denver. I forget how I forgot how good the Broncos are. Um we have the Vikings. He lost to Cincinnati in a in an overtime game and they lost to the Cardinals because they missed a field goal. We have the Lions who got trounced by both Green Bay and by San Francisco. We have the Falcons who got trounced by the Eagles and the Bucks and those are the O two teams we have. We have the Jets, the Colts, the Jaguars, the Giants, the Vikings, the Lions, and the Falcons. Who's the best O two team?
1: It's It's going to come as a little bit of a surprise here because I'm still not going to choose Minnesota because they're too obvious. I want to pick the New York Giants on this. And it's just because watching the last game against Washington, that wasn't Danny Dime's fault. No. no, that was. So even with the deep balls that I watched, I liked what I saw. And Saquon's doing absolutely nothing right now. And yet for me, last game... I don't know what's going on with Washington's defense a little bit, but they're giving up a lot of points.
0: Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about it in like 25 so, minutes. So keep on lo- keep on listening and hit that, smash that like button, uh, pound that retweet Alex. button. You know what you should do? Subscribe. Do oh, it. That's a great subscribe idea.
1: Subscribe again, even if you think you didn't do it again. But I'm going to say the Giants here. And it, I and it's because the last game, it was just so weird to watch because Danny Dimes has just got to be building that confidence. Cause he to be like, no, 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 that guy screwed up.
0: I loved him in those tall, like those long blue socks he had on. He looked like he was eight feet tall. He looked, he looked beautiful. Yeah. And he's gigantic. their best running back again exactly. for the second year in a row. Like Who, they can't, I mean, they can't run the ball at all with their running backs. And so he's having to do everything. Um, And then, I mean, he had that drop touchdown in the end zone by Slayton that maybe, like, had been six inches too far, but you expect a professional nah, wide receiver to catch that.
1: Far? No, 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 no. It was – because if anything, I'll put it to this way, he could have dove for the ball. There yeah. could have been some type of – He should have caught it. Yeah, like, in the end, it's well, – there's nobody around him.
0: That's what Slayton does, though, is he torches people and then doesn't catch at the end.
1: That's nice. That's a good receiver to have.
0: Um, and it's I'm really sad we talked about Nick Gates in the preseason about how much I love him and how you should really love and cherish him, and how enjoyable he is. He broke his leg and it was so bad that he may never play football again and backing him up was Billy Price, who is a a failed center at the Cincinnati Bengals. He was terrible last week, and they were just saying like- and like their guard play was bad and the and their pass protection they were collapsed over and over again, but yeah, i mean Jones had a Jones had a good game. I'm going to go with the Vikings, though. Like, they lost that game to Cincinnati in overtime. They lost because of missed field goal to Arizona. The offense has been really good so far. Um, But the issue, of course, is, like, they have promised pass protecting on the edges. And then their, their defense has been hurt again, too. You know? Like, Barr was out. Kendricks was banged up. Harrison Smith was banged up, you know, and so they they already have had defensive injuries also. So I don't know. I think it's it's just like it's going just like last year was for them, where they start off zero two, they lost two close games, and they get the Seahawks in week three, and the Seahawks are pretty much in their season. They lose to Seattle this week instead.
1: For me, I just think that even with last year, and I could be wrong, but it just seemed like that Vikings were always winning the close games. No, and they it...
0: went like they went like three and they went zero three in their first four games. Well, they went they went 1 and 2 in their first 3 games in one-score games because they only beat Houston, but they lost to Seattle and they lost another close game. But they started off 0 and 3 last year.
1: So you think that this is just kind of a trend for them where then they're going to turn on the Jets? So That's, you're that's actually... what
0: happened last year.
1: You know what? Like, I think they're
0: going to be like a I think they're going to win 8 games and be like, like "Yeah, this. we started off at a slow start." And our defense came together in the middle of the year and it didn't matter at all.
1: You know what? I just think that I got bad juju coming from this team. I don't know if I like the Minnesota Vikings this year whatsoever. But you know, you can say what you want. I'm still gonna stick with the Giants. And I still regret me picking them to win the division. I just I know there's something here. I know I'm not that stupid, but I'm probably.
0: I just hate that division also. I Wait. uh it's funny that Minnesota has had kicking problems forever. Same thing with the Titans as well too. Like they'll never figure it out.
1: Well the The Falcons
0: are like that for a while until they got kim. The Chargers are another, another team, always yeah, have kicker like, issues.
1: At this point the Titans is a joke. I mean well, they send like eighteen kickers in like five years.
0: Yeah, and their kicker is the ex Texans kicker, fat Randy Bullock from A and M. And he's the same guy who missed a game-winning field goal for the Bengals in Week 1 last year and faked an injury afterwards because it was like a 30-yard field goal. <laughs> and now he's the Bengals kicker. Then Mike Vrabel has gotten like eight ex-Texans on that team in the last three years. And he's one of them.
1: And by the way, I, the Chargers seem to have an okay kicker at this point.
0: I guess so. I'm just saying that like they notoriously have had bad kickers.
1: They sh- I don't think it's as bad as the Titans. Man, it's pathetic. Well, you got in the, the, the Titans... I would do some type of big trade to make sure I have a kicker.
0: A first-round pick for Justin Tucker. Do it. <laughs> well, it's funny because the Titans kicker week one was Michael Badgley, who was the kicker who missed all those field goals for the Chargers two years ago. it's like, yeah, I guess we got to try this guy out now. Ah, oh, he sucks too. Is there some guy who recently you know drove drunk who got kicked off the team for it, that we can bring in maybe he can do it uh he sucks too
1: oh <laughs> gotta get another one yeah this is ridiculous when it comes to the Tennessee Times because it's been too long it's been too long something should have been figured out by this point and now it's just a laughing thing it's a joke that goes around the ri- of the league I've heard rumors I know things
0: well at least Bullock made his game winner last week for him
1: that's good. At least he's got one kick under his belt now.
0: That was a great game last week, too. I'm glad the tight end's real pulled that off.
1: Yeah, it was great. And they great. tried
0: to take away points from him, too. That Julio, oh that was a touchdown for Julio.
1: Yeah, it was. It was incredible. Yeah. Ins- <laughs> and it just showed you that with Derrick Henry, he still got it, which was nice.
0: Yeah, and like he well we knew he did, but he usually like really kicks it on in October. It's like, Yeah, I guess I guess my planet needs me now. <laughs> I guess I'll come down from the heavens and, and provide for for my people.
1: Good God what was it? A one eighty seven?
0: Something like that.
1: Yeah. Disgusting. I want that.
0: It was funny too when he stiff arm quandary digs, he's like, It's gonna happen to me. I can't believe this is
1: about to happen. <laughs>
0: I'll just lay here fine."
1: On I me, mean, please don't do it too hard.
0: It's it's like it really is like being like you like there's a serial serial killer on the loose, and like you close like you in your car and he's behind you like golly, it ha- it just had to happen to me. That's how it is for every single defensive back who meets your know, Derrick stiff arm.
1: So it's pretty much the stiff arm, and then it's the classic freeze frame. I bet you're wondering how I got here.
0: If, and- every time.
1: <laughs> That's what it is It's the beginning of the classic 90s television show What show is that from? I, don't, I think it's Wonder Years I don't I could know be wrong. I could be wrong Please don't yell at me I know we have 4 million listeners But don't yell at me I think it's Wonder Years
0: Yeah, we lost two Because we've been too hot for the radio lately
1: That's what it is, man yeah. It's because the things we've said Inappropriate
0: Tamales are too fuego right now um, I'm really happy for Lamar Jackson. Also, last week.
1: Oh God! I'm glad okay. he. I'm
0: glad he got that win.
1: Okay. All right. You. You know what? Okay, I'll get into the other team later on. When it comes to Lamar, though, Matt, it's the same thing. What? So, do you believe that with Lamar, even though he won that game? It's still the guy that's not able to make the throws that he needs to make. Oh
0: yeah, I completely agree with that.
1: So it's I'm still... just happy
0: for him that he finally beat them. Is so. all.
1: I guess that's true. Like, like I don't
0: like I don't feel like necessarily better about the Ravens. I'm just happy they finally beat the Chiefs. And it what? also it also kind of showed a lot of the things that I was saying about the Chiefs before the season started. That this oh. isn't like. You know, a 15-win juggernaut, you know. They have a lot of holes on their defense. I don't really think the offensive line mattered all that much at all. You know, and Mahomes is outrageous, but, um, you know, that's enough for them to win 12 games by default.
1: For me? I, you know what? We're going to get into them, correct?
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about them.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it, then. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it.
0: Um, And I I have a trade preview for you. You ready?
1: I like it. What Nick trade. Nick
0: Foles. To the Indianapolis Colts.
1: For what?
0: A seventh round pick. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Who cares for what? I went Foles and Indy, and Carson's sitting there with two sprained ankles. It was just like, (laughs) you've got to be kidding me.
1: That's a Carson Wentz injury. Hey, what what did you get? Two sprained ankles? It's a Carson Wentz. It's like a drink at a bar that you're wearing.
0: I think it goes. Uh, so what are you out with? I have a sprained ankle. It's like which one? Oh, it's both of them Of it's both. course.
1: It's Carson Wentz. Okay, I got you.
0: That uh, indie game was so stupid last week. They had two possessions inside the five yard line, got zero points, the long snapper bounced the ball off the up back for them to score another touchdown, and then uh Wentz was like falling down and, and threw it away on fourth and seven. And that's why they weren't able to tie it at all. And then he got no, he got hurt falling away. They kicked a field goal to tie it, and on the game-winning drive, they bring Eason in, and he threw that interception to Jalen Ramsey.
1: Uh, so are you trying to say then, if Nick Foles goes to this team, then they are now jump-started and they are now going to the playoffs with Nick
0: Foles? No, I, I don't think that at all. I just but think I just like imagine imagine Carson Wentz. He gets cold in Chris Ballard's office. Is like. Hey, like Easton's not cutting it. You know, you're still hurt right now. Uh, we gotta make a move and get better backup quarterback, and it's gonna be Nick. I bet he cries. I bet he leaves the building.
1: First name basis with this guy. He wanted to happen so bad. Like, I hate
0: it. I hate to do it to you, but it's the right thing for the team. Carson, we gotta bring Nick in. I think he would quit.
1: Uh, no, he can't quit. That would if There's no way you could be able to quit. I mean, two sprained ankles, dude. What are you gonna do?
0: No, I'm saying if Foles is in
1: yeah of course yeah i
0: i don't think he can i think that's a psychological devastation that he cannot come back from
1: it would be okay i'll put it this way if they go on a game three game winning streak oh my god it'll probably kill yeah yeah I'll do not again not again not again, not again. That, that'll definitely do
0: it like and you know i, I trash wins a lot this preseason but i do think like the way he like his body, like everything about him, he's the perfect Colts quarterback.
1: I would he, say, man, he's he, he, like the, he the, he
0: fits in so well there.
1: Yes, I would say with that blue uniform on, you're just knowing, yes, this is that guy that the Colts always wanted and needed. I just he he's can't a Colt.
0: He like he's a he's perfect there. I mean, aside from like you know the football problems that he holds on the ball too That's long okay, and exactly. takes too many sacks and. Takes yeah. too many hits and won't hit yeah. the hot route, and uh, and tries to make things happen when he should. Like when he threw the interception on the on that shovel pass, I cannot believe it. Like I could believe it, but it was just it was awful. I I kind of feel bad for him in a way now. But like, you've got to be kidding! You, me. you be- throw an interception on a shovel pass.
1: It's it's a classic again. You kind of called this over me, where I thought that Carson would be a little bit better. He's just. Not the winning guy anymore to where those silly and stupid mistakes and just something outrageous is going to happen against him every single time. He's yeah, just that I mean, guy now.
0: Yeah, it's a, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I have I still can't get over that game last week. I'm still laughing about it. I'm laughing because I know.
1: You don't know anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, Julian Davenport was really good last week too. Playing right tackle, then left tackle, then back at right tackle. Um, the only quarterback he gave up was because his running back ran into him in pass protection. He fell down, but he's been absolutely locked down in Indianapolis, and he's been better than Larry Tunsil so far to start this year. And I can't wait to put together a, a Julian Davenport highlight reel for everybody out there as well too. So, do you want to hear the the two and O teams? You want to give me your worst two and O team?
1: My worst. Wait, my so, worst. 2 yes, yeah, oh
0: so we're gonna do two and O now. So. Okay. The 2-0 and o teams we have, Denver, who beat the Giants and the Jaguars, the Raiders, who beat the Steelers and the Ravens, um, the Bucks, who beat the Falcons and the Cowboys, the Rams, who beat the Bears and the Colts, and the 49ers, who beat the Lions and the Eagles, and the Cardinals, who beat the Titans and the Vikings. These are our 2-0 and o teams. Which one do you think is the worst?
1: This is a hard one for me. This is a really difficult one. I want to obviously say Raiders, but that's oh, and just... I
0: forgot Carolina. They're three and zero, so they don't really count necessarily, but they're undefeated.
1: You know what? I'm not going to count them. Still, I'm going to push them out. We're going to give them the three and zero. We'll talk about them next week. When it comes to, the... I'm going to say. Matt, I'm going to have to take the easy one. It's got to be Raiders. I got nobody else that I can truly make an argument for, and that's because 49ers are going to have some Trey Lance here coming out. Oh, it better. So whenever that's going to be coming, the hot fire is soon to follow. Or the Raiders, I mean, unless Derek Carr turns into the greatest quarterback of all time and he wins the MVP this year, which is completely possible so far, I just think they're the biggest phonies. It's just, I mean, it is impressive what they've done. I end in this season laughing, and I hate myself. I hate them. I just don't get it.
0: Yeah, they're, uh, Sakar so has 817 passing yards. He's, like, 120 yards ahead of Kyler Murray through two games to lead the league. Um, I mean, like, their offense is good. Like, the question was how, how well their pass protection was going to be. It's been good so far, you know? Even losing Denzel Good and everything else, too. Um, I'm gonna go the 49ers with Garoppolo.
1: Well, with Garoppolo, yeah. yeah but what
0: like that first half against the Eagles is awful. I mean there he missed six open throws. Like four, wide open throws.
1: And you just know what he's gonna do because it's not much. He's only gonna make the simple throw because he can't do anything else. It's so boring to watch Jimmy Garoppolo. Isn't this his last year?
0: Uh I don't know.
1: This has got to be – I mean, you've got to be able to put – because you're 2-0, and and I told you that this would happen, that because San Francisco has such a good team all around that it's so hard to be able to pull him because you're winning – you're 2-0. Yeah, you're
0: going to win games regardless.
1: It, it's just you can easily tell instead of you playing these close games and trying to pull it out or save yourself last second, you can have a guy that can truly dominate the game.
0: Yeah, I'm, I mean, like we had talked about it too in the preseason, like the thing about Lance is how they can use him in the run game, and i again, like I think it'd be like how RG three was his rookie year, and it'd be something similar similar to that. Yeah, so this is Scroplo's pretty much last year. Next year they can cut him and save twenty three point six million dollars, and if they kept him, it would, and that would only count two point eight million dollars against the cap, of the cap. So this is his last year there for sure.
1: Oh, sure, if this is his line, they would be able to save that much. He is so gone. Oh,
0: the Texans Jim. are going to trade for him.
1: No, what are you going to? No.
0: Nick Casario that, scouted him.
1: That doesn't mean anything. Jimmy G is not anything special. He's just not. They're going to have.
0: A, they're going to. Oh yeah. I know. I completely agree. He's like a, like a Jared Goff quarterback. You know. Yeah. Well, he's, I like, would, he, he's a fine, it's a below average quarterback. Um. In the right offense he's fine. In a bad offense he's below average. He doesn't make his he doesn't make his teammates better at all. But um yeah, I'm ready for Garoppolo to Houston. And it's actually gonna have three top ten picks so like, oh, we'll just use it all on defense. We have a great offensive line, we got rushing attack, we got Jimmy. We got this injection of youth that we need a defense. We're making the playoffs. The
1: Why are you trying to jinx this? This is so awful.
0: I I'm, I'm preparing for the worst.
1: No! There's no
0: bottom for the Texans' misery. It only gets worse, you know.
1: You don't put this out in the world. You can at least think positive. Who saw? You can't think that you're going to go for Jimmy G when you have the first pick now. You've got to be scouting quarterbacks. This is the chance.
0: Uh, I could also see him in Indy also next year. Like we talked about before, like they're going to have a new quarterback every year, and every year it's going to be kind of crappy, and they're going to be stuck forever. Just like, oh, let's try this guy. Oh, yeah, all right, let's just try this guy now.
1: Jimmy G is going to be the backup to the Oakland Raiders to Derek Carr next year.
0: That's not a bad idea. I Bro. think he would have too much fun there though.
1: He would and but you know whats his face is going to love it jo- John Gruden. He's just going to be eating it all up. Yeah, cuz Mario I think already-
0: he's too good though. Like I think Grapple's too good for Gruden.
1: What do you mean he's too good for Gruden? Like
0: man. like Mike Glennon is more of a Gruden court backup quarterback.
1: There is, so you think that Jimmy G is going to be able to get a starting job next year is what you're trying to tell me?
0: Yeah, I think he probably will.
1: Oh, God, no. If you have Jimmy G, you know what you're going to get, and that's called nowhere and, near the playoffs. Taylor,
0: Andy Dalton's starting right now.
1: Andy Dalton's out.
0: I know, but he, but like he's, he's the lockdown starter there.
1: Well, no, it's only because they knew he was going to be able to go out. Eventually, he was going to hurt himself. He did. So now you're going to be able to have your true one and only come in, where then Chris Collinsworth is going to start drool from the mouth. Oh, my God. Having to listen to that guy. (laughs) Talk about some Hey, he just
0: loves the game.
1: Oh, my God. Having to listen to the crap he says is so – I wish that I could have like some other option. I would take Telemundo over listening to Chris Collinsworth at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I watched the condensed version, so I don't really have to deal with it. But that man is horny for football.
1: I don't even know if it's horny for... Ch- his, ch-
0: his, his pants are always crusted.
1: But, Matt, he always says something... He's like
0: he's like the the, the top I mean, slice of bread. He's the top slice and the bottom slice of a, of a loaf of bread. That's Chris Collinsworth.
1: I can't remember. Chris like said about one of the players, Oh, yeah, he really loves spending time with his family. That's why he's making them yards. What does that mean, Chris? What do you mean that his family has anything to do with what he's doing right now?
0: Well, I, hate you. I mean, we're we're you're almost a, a fully family man now, and you know, it does add a lot of motivation, you know, to your life to be as good as you can and be as best, be the best you possibly can be.
1: I'm leaving. I'm <laughs> to sign out right now. I think I'm done. You can have a good night, man. Enjoy. What the hell is the matter with you? You know. No, I don't know. You don't ever every, stick bread.
0: every morning, every morning I wake up and I see my beautiful boy. Oh. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm like I'm gonna get this bread today. And Narkin. then I sit there on my phone for an hour and scroll through it, and then I'm like, Yeah, today's already over.
1: What bread are you getting? You're not getting bread. There's no bread you're getting.
0: I'm i c- I'm catching that cheese, baby.
1: What do you mean you're catching cheese? That doesn't work. <laughs> Oh.
0: It's all about them greenbacks,
1: sucker. It's, it's not what we're doing. We're not doing that today.
0: Get, get sacks, get stacks.
1: There's no get no, no, stacks. No, no, no.
0: It's, uh, it's record cast, get stacks.
1: I'm I'm really going to sign out right now. I don't even know who you are right now. You're a different person.
0: Look, I'm a family man. You know, it's different now.
1: I, I don't like this family man. It's called huh? an
0: evolution to a higher level of being.
1: No, no, that's not what it's called. That is not what this is called whatsoever. This yeah. is called you just being you. I hate that.
0: Uh, Well, that's kind of mean. So So we <laughs> didn't do uh, our picks for week one, but we did them for week two. You went 0-4. I went 1-3 because I picked the Texans against the Browns. Uh, so we're starting off strong to begin this year. But, uh, you know, it usually takes a little while to kind of like feel things out, you know. It's understandable what happened last week. This week, we're previewing the Chargers Chiefs. The Chiefs are seven-point favorites. Washington Buffalo, the Bills are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, the Rams are one-and-a-half-point underdogs. And Philadelphia, Dallas, the Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Let's go. Let's start the show. Yeah, woo! Now just imagine, like, heavy rock music playing yeah there we go so the first game here the Chiefs and the Chargers um, this like hypothetically this is like the type of defense that you want to run to beat the Chiefs you know that's what Tampa Bay used last year to beat them they ran a lot of two high safety shells they play more man coverage than what the Chargers typically play but this is like a cover four cover seven defense they're going to keep things in front of them Um, They tackle pretty well in the secondary. They're not going to, you know, theoretically, they're not going to let Tyreek Hill go off for, you know, a 67-yard touchdown pass. It's going to be interesting to see how they use Tyreek Hill to stress the safeties to create things for, you know, Marcus Robinson and Byron Pringle, those two guys who had uh, big plays last week, which is kind of surprising to see. Um, But, yeah, I mean, this is kind of like what the idea is here for, How the Chargers can maybe beat the Chiefs is run this too high defense that, you know, had success once against them in the Super Bowl last year. I just don't know. They just don't have the same level pass rush to be able maybe pull off what Tampa pulled off last year.
1: All right. So the problem is, is that the Kansas City Chiefs just lost. And the other issue is, is that the Kansas City Chiefs, for me, what I wanted to bring up that I didn't bring up beforehand. Is that it seemed like kind of a cocky a-hole type of game from them where with, Oh, you're gonna take away Tyreek, we're not even gonna look at him. We're just gonna keep going to the other guys. That's all that we need, blah, blah, blah. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest. Kelsey, as you can even see, is the best tight end I've ever seen. Yeah, that uh
0: that that play was so funny because they ran that zone blitz, and so you have a three hundred fifty five pound man on the covering the hook next to him, and then he runs past him, and then once he broke that safety's tackle, it was that was all gates, all bets were off, and he got tackled in the end zone by that same three inch, fifty five pound man. So I'm and proud of Justin Ellis for for running back like that.
1: And you know what? You I gotta feel?
0: respect the hustle.
1: Okay, okay. Nobody. <laughs> uh, who are you? I don't like this. Okay, when it comes to that, I will say he just got a little bit unlucky because Kelsey's so big that he fell into the end zone. But other than that, it's like Kansas City didn't even try to look at Tyree Hill or even try to get him involved, it seemed, where Patrick Mahomes, even from the snap, wasn't even looking at his way. I get it, and I get that you trust other guys. It's just not the same, because Tyreek Hill, you have to try to find some way. And yeah. I think Kansas City kind of learned that lesson, where, to your point with the Chargers, I think they would have had a better chance if they were coming in where Kansas City was 2 out Because Kansas City just lost the way they did, I'm not sure if running the same thing is going to be able to work because I think no matter what, they're going to try to get Tyreek involved.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's just like, it's. I think it's more like the shorter routes for him, you know? And uh, I think the game was interesting from Kansas City's perspective just because, like, it was so funny when Demarcus Robinson bobbled that touchdown pass. He bobbles everything. He can yeah, never okay. just catch anything cleanly at all. And Pringle had that big play too. So they got some like their secondary receiving options going a little bit, which we really haven't seen, you know, for the last um you know two years from there or so too. And then they had Sammy Watkins in that Super Bowl run, but last year they didn't have somebody like that. And so like seeing that perspective of it was a little bit more interesting. That game reminded me a lot though of the the Mexico City game between the Rams and the Charger. I mean the Rams and the Chiefs or it was like fifty six to forty nine. Where I had no idea what happened. Like all like all of like Kansas City's pass plays because you can't see the rest of the screen. I had no idea how guys were open. I was like, yeah, they're just, I guess, about to score again. All right. I really had no clue. And like same thing with Baltimore too. It's like, yeah, Marquise Brown is just wide open in the middle of the field again. Okay. That's cool. Like I had no idea what was going on with either team's passing game at all.
1: You know what? I kind of completely agree with that. I even think it's not even like following it. It's because you don't see anybody else, and then whenever the quarterback is throwing the pass,
0: like he's wide open. How did that happen?
1: Yeah, it's just a guy that's just standing there. And there were so many with Hollywood Brown. It it really there was three of them that I can remember. Yeah, and it's just funny that you brought that up because I did notice that where it makes you wonder and question. I get that it's the highlights and everybody wants to see the offense. But I kind of want to see how the offense took place at the same time.
0: Yeah, I, I, there was kind of some talk on, on the internet last week, like pining for the behind view, like you see a matted. I would prefer to watch football like that. Or yeah. even give us like a sideline view where we can see the safeties. Yeah, let he, me see the safeties.
1: Just let me be able to see something, because I would also like to be able to see the safety in the corners follow the receivers at the same time, so that you can, you can see how both sides are able to read a play. It's better that yeah. way. People, I feel like people want to be able to see that because like what we've talked about before the show even started, football is so popular, man. It's
0: crazy. They're like the the cool girl in high school.
1: Well, they are because nobody else watches TV for anything else. I only have live TV because of football. If football did not exist, I would not ever have live TV.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but to so the Chiefs, like we're, there's some holes in the armor. They got like like physically they were manhandled by Baltimore last week. Their offensive line you really they gave up a bunch of tackles for loss. They can't run the football at all. Their coverage wasn't very good, and they had zero pass rush. There was no you didn't see from Chris Jones at all. Frank Clark does not want to play football at all right now. Uh, Jaron Reed hasn't done anything just yet either. And I mean this is a bad defense this year. Like they've always had like a top ten defense. It slipped last year to sixteenth. Um, this is looking like a bottom five, you know, pass defense right now, and they had two interceptions that kind of changed things up too, and they can't stop the run at all whatsoever.
1: He
0: yeah, because Sammy Watkins slipped and fell. He got pick six.
1: Whatever, man, it happens. That
0: made me so mad. Lamar um,
1: stared him down for like five seconds after he fell down,
0: man. No, he didn't.
1: Oh yes, he did. Go back and watch the replay. Just Sammy Watkins is down. Lamar is still staring. No, then- no, no, no. Don't even.
0: I saw it. Uh, he he was down before the ball was out.
1: No, he Oh, my God.
0: But, yeah. And then, I mean, I just don't. I mean, this Chiefs team is based around the transcendence they have on offense. With Hill, Mahomes, Kelsey, and, you know, a great offensive scheme that's able to, to get those guys open. But the rest of the team's not very good this year at all.
1: You know, I'm only going to give you a day in the sun here when it comes to talking smack about them. Because without uh, – what's his name? Claire? St. Clair? Hank, hey, Claire? Yeah,
0: I'm going to pick up Jerry McKinnon fantasy here tonight. I'm going to try that,
1: to. That's good. You should. But when it comes to him, he's the only reason why. I mean, he fumbled the ball whenever Kansas City was going to win the game in the end. So who cares? I will again give you a day in the sun here. I will agree, though. It doesn't seem like anything else is better for them besides the same three which is just the Tyreek, the Kelsey, and the Mahomes, mm-hmm. where just like we talked about with the other receivers, they were fine, but bobbling the passes, it's just not the same thing as having it with those other dominant players.
0: Yeah, and like, I mean, they played a one-score game the week before also, you know? They played two close games. They just happened to win in week one, Um this week, you know, they had the bat, they had the fumble, and the and the, kind of the bad luck, but not being able to recover in a way. But you know, this isn't a team that I think is me blowing teams out like they've done previously. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of close games this year, I and there be more like a of eleven win, you know, twelve win sort of
1: team. Either way, until somebody beats them in the playoffs, I'm not believing that they're not going to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's where you know other teams come and play. Um but yeah, I agree with that. I think I think they're still gonna be the favorites, but and there's a chance they may not be a one seed. I think there's a chance they may not win the division. But yeah, they're for sure gonna be a playoff team. Then once they get in, like it really kind of doesn't matter after that what happened before.
1: I hate that I'm gonna switch up on you. But after watching Dallas game, what's going on with our boy here?
0: I think he's been really good. He just had this. He had two bad interceptions.
1: But it's it's the turnovers in the red zone that are bothering me. Yeah, he's,
0: he's thrown two so far. And that's well, has that been kind means, of the issue. And also, like they've had so many penalties on offense, too.
1: Well, yeah. That, that
0: Dallas game was just... There was too many penalties in that game. Well, yeah,
1: I, even, I was even talking... It had nothing to do with who's getting called for what. It had everything to do with... What is it? Are the reps wanting to be on TV the whole time?
0: Yeah, it was like, annoying. It
1: just, got, it just got ridiculous where it was just so... I didn't even care what the call was or who it was for. Stop. Just Just stop at this point, man. They did it like five times in a row in about a five-minute period, where it then made that five-minute period 20 minutes because they kept stopping the damn field. It it was awful to watch, yeah. and I thought they were just trying to be celebrities.
0: Yeah, I completely agree.
1: And you know what? I don't want to watch it because of them. That's not what I want to do. It stops time. It makes the day go by slower. Just stop. I like the fastness. I like whenever it's kind of a questionable deal, which is why I said the first game against the Bucks. I wouldn't call that pass interference because I like that. I like where it's a little bit handsy, but it's Me not. Too. Just you you got to be able to have that type of action. Otherwise you get the game that you got last week. And if you truly wanted, you could call a penalty every freaking play. Yeah, and it's, That's what the refs were just playing for.
0: Well, and it's funny too. Like you see some of these holding calls and you're like, I guess so. And then you see somebody pull and tackle somebody. It's so like, that's as bad well as it gets, but they can't call that at all. I mean, I think offensively they've been fine. I, you know, they had those two red zone turnovers against Washington, and then tw- they only scored twenty points in that game because of it. And they had that red zone turnover against Dallas, so they moved the ball well. Um, and then Diggs made that really great play, break on that on that out route also to pick up the other pass there too. But I mean, I think they're. I'm not worried about their offense at all. Um, I'm not really about worried about Herbert at all in that way either. I just think it's kind of like some some bad luck to start the season.
1: Maybe. It just kind of, I don't know what's going on. That's where I'm at. I just feel like that he should be more. And also, when it came to Dallas, man, you could have ran all over us. Eckler could have just destroyed us, and it just seemed like that they went away from it because Herbert Sherbert needs to be throwing the ball, which I do agree with. It's just Eckler would have destroyed us.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess they had a little bit of pass rush, though, with Storm Norton out there. Um, I liked how he's Mike Mika Parsons, that defensive end that worked out well. And that's kind of like the big like hole in this offensive line right now is you can always get pressure. to the right tackle. Um, and can Frank Clark do it this week? Can he, will he do something? Will he do anything? How much is Chris Jones going bring? I like putting him at defensive end too, but he gets a little lazy in the run game. And uh, you're able to get some big plays around the edge there too. Whenever uh, Chris Jones is playing over there and the other thing too is like the worst part about Los Angeles' defense is their run game. Like their run defense has been bad to start the year off. And the Chargers, I mean, the Chiefs can't run the ball at all. They they run all these power like they're trying to run Baltimore's like gap read uh, offense, and they can't do it at all. It's embarrassing.
1: I'm not gonna go spend with all
0: this money and run all these pool plays, yeah. and nobody can pull. Nobody wants to hit somebody. We can't make a handoff in the backfield. It's coming. awful. Uh huh. Man, their run game was awful last week.
1: What would you have said if Claire did not fumble the ball?
0: I'd still say the same thing.
1: Maybe not, considering they probably would have won, so the anger would have been much less in the talking smack The o- been
0: The, the only thing I would have said differently is I wouldn't have said, I would not have been able to say I'm happy for Lamar. That's the only thing that would have been different. Oh, I'd still be yeah. talking like how I'm talking now.
1: I don't think you would be this aggressive when it comes to it. But let's say. I'll agree with you somewhat because it, every time they run the ball, I feel like they're going to not go anywhere versus whenever they're passing, I'm like, okay, this is the shot out that they got. It, but it's when it comes to running the ball, I don't believe in them whatsoever. I don't think it's dangerous to your point where it just looks kind of like, are you just throwing that play out there just because you have to run the ball for TV or because it's a part of the football? Yeah otherwise it's not pretty to see i i kind of am on the line with you on that i just it's because patrick Mahomes is so damn good I yeah think. and
0: that's the problem you know what i mean yeah. like they have the three best players at each one of those positions
1: yeah and then
0: I, everything else it makes everything else a lot easier but
1: makes everything else look like crap which is why i always said that building the offensive line as long as it's protecting patrick you're fine and again and he got tr-
0: hit a little bit last week
1: he did, but the Chiefs still should have won this game. He was under end.
0: pressure. I mean, like oh, I—he I, was awesome. under pressure. I mean, I think That's, part of it too is like kind of like there's only so much utility you can get out of it. And their offensive line has been oh, pretty good. It's good. It's not he, some lockdown incredible unit though.
1: He threw that pick though. Yeah, that pick was bad. And now and now it's
0: him getting hit. And then also the other pick he threw, uh, he couldn't put enough mustard on the ball because he was he was on the run, having use some weird funky arm angle.
1: He still is the only one that I've seen that can do it. It's just problem. The only one I really had a problem with was the one where he's going down and he tries to like flick the wrist. Yeah, and man, there's like two guys right there. That
0: was a Carson Wentz interception.
1: Yeah, that was so awful. Just go down, and that would have been able to save something. So I do blame him for that. It's just in the end, Kansas City should have won.
0: That was a three dollar. You call it Lubbock, Texas, Patrick Mahomes.
1: That's true. That would have been fun though. Yeah.
0: Um. So my pick, I'm going to the Chargers,
1: 31-30. What's the point spread?
0: Seven points, Chiefs.
1: Holy crap. Not at home,
0: I'm picking the Chargers.
1: Oh, God. I'm going to have to pick the Chargers, and that's just because of that point spread. If you give me... If you let me not have any points, like points per being like three or four, I'll take Chiefs.
0: So what's your final score?
1: So my final score would be Chiefs 38, Chargers 34.
0: All right. I like it.
1: But I'm still it's still going with Chargers. why I don't like it.
0: I'm going with the upset. I uh, I think some has to give here. You know what I mean? Now, this is the hangover team. They lost the, Super Bowl the year before. The rest of their team so bad. They're playing against a two-high safety defense.
1: Chiefs losing two games in a row?
0: I'm ready for it.
1: You're ready? All right. Two games in a row is a lot. Let's do it. It's a lot for this team. I don't think they're ready.
0: I'm ready for it. The next game we have here, the Washington football team, our football team, against my other football team, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, Did you know that a Dolphin killed... Josh Allen in a previous life.
1: What does that even mean?
0: Josh Allen loves murdering the dolphins. He did it again last week. He did it twice last year. He loves murdering them dolphins.
1: Matt, Matt, is that... Here's the thing, man. Listen, talk about... If I'm going to discredit Herbert Sherbert a little bit here, he's also disappointed me with Allen. Like, what do you mean, Josh Allen slaughtered the dolphin? You know, what do you mean his stats aren't that great i wasn't impressed by anything that he did i wasn't blown away this wasn't my josh allen mvp this was nothing this is a guy that escaped because his defense and because miami just couldn't stop it wasn't, the i mean it wasn't
0: an escape they won 35-0 I'm it was sure. called it was called two got smashed and they had a lead early, and he didn't have to throw the ball 45 times. It's just a good thing.
1: He threw it 33 times. And it was only 17 and 179 with the two TDs in one pick. Yeah,
0: they didn't have to run their full offense at all. It was That's gross. the point. It's like, why why do that? They won 35-0. That's just all called being a really good team, just waltzing through.
1: Matt, for the first two games, does Josh Allen look like how Josh Allen should look?
0: I mean, I think, again... I think in this week he did. I thought he looked pretty good. The the pitcher thing, though, you you keep talking about that. They lost because a punt got blocked, and the Steelers have a really good front seven. They had a top five defense last year.
1: That's why the Raiders beat them. It's because the Raiders are easily the best team right now.
0: That's a good point. I think the Raiders (laughs) scored 17 points against them.
1: No, didn't they score like 25?
0: They scored... 26.
1: Oh! The
0: Steelers scored 17 points against them.
1: Yeah, I know. It's because the Steelers can't score anything with that type of offense.
0: I think I think Allen's fine. I'm not worried about it at all. Um, I think one of the things that's interesting about Buffalo this year is that their 2019 defense is back. They have, I think they're second in defensive DVOA to start the year. Um, they held Pittsburgh that entire game until you know, the third quarter. They had one touchdown drive. And again, they lost that game because of the pump block. And they shut out uh, Miami last week. Crushed Tua. Their pass rush has been good. They have eight sacks. They have seven players with at least one sack. The only player with two sacks is uh, Rousseau, their rookie defensive end from uh, Miami. And they have 15 quarterback hits right now. They're blitzing a lot. They're really getting after the quarterback. And Jacoby Brissett really, like, wished Andrew Luck never retired last week during that game against them, too.
1: Jacoby Brissett was doing what Jacoby Brissett does, which is called throw five-yard passes when it's third and nine, because that's what you're supposed to do every single time is not go for the first down. When it comes to the Buffalo Bills, this, this game was okay. Again, I agree when it comes to this is back to the 2019 defense. This seems like the point. It's just why does it seem like 2019 Josh
0: Allen? It isn't at all. It's not even close to being 2019, Josh Allen. This
1: is MVP, Josh Allen.
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't say he's MVP, Josh Allen, just yet.
1: I wouldn't say he's top three MVP.
0: But the point is that they played two games. They played a really good Steelers front, and they played a Miami team where they didn't have to do a whole lot.
1: Exactly. But even with the things that you did, it still wasn't that impressive. Usually, I think
0: the Miami game was impressive.
1: You know what? I don't know what you're impressed by. There's nothing here to be impressed by. Maybe I'm 35-0.
0: They beat yeah, him 35 0.
1: They crushed him
0: with the blitz again. I'm they talking have an overwhelming defense. Team. Their run you're game t- actually works a little bit.
1: Talking about the overall team, I'm talking about Josh Allen. Yeah, okay. Stop, stop, stop. Those are two
0: separate things. Yeah, I wouldn't say like you're Josh Jay- Allen's you. playing at MVP level just yet. But the yeah. whole point is that they haven't, they're like, then last year they won 12 games be- entirely because of Josh Allen. Their defense wasn't that great. It got better towards the end of the year. Their run game was non-existent. The only reason why they had the season they had was because of Allen solely. And this year, they're like a, back to being a complete total football team. And those other question marks are different than what it is with Allen. Like, I don't have any concerns about him like regressing this year, or being bad this year, or anything like that. I think it's more like waiting until he's, he has a better matchup. You know.
1: All I know is Allen better be showing something here pretty soon. Otherwise, we're going to be going back to me hating him and you defending him every five seconds.
0: Look where they got you last time.
1: What do you mean where they got me last time.
0: Got you they nowhere. Got
1: place I'm always, which is Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Got you. We've,
0: it got you but, nowhere.
1: We mean it always gets me somewhere.
0: Nah, not last time. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're they're like a complete team right now, and Washington's gonna be interesting because they have that same really great, you know, defensive front. The thing that's driving me crazy though about Washington's defense is they're playing so much zone coverage. Man. They're just finding holes in the zone over and over and over again. Just man. wide open. They run these high shells. The middle of the field's open. They're getting eaten up by dig routes over and over again. It's driving me crazy. Play man, let your front four go after it. Play cover two man. Let your let your front four go after it and blitz occasionally.
1: Well, and for me too, and listen, I love Isumain Key, I'll talk about him in a second here. But what I – the reason why I'm really disappointed with him, it seemed like maybe – I just feel like that the Chargers offense is a little bit of a stall right now, so I'm not going to give the Washington defense too much credit. But this is what you went into the season believing that this is top five defense status. They are going to be dominating where they just need a quarterback to not turn the ball over to be able to protect it, where then they're going to be able to just hold them to low-scoring games. Against the Giants, it's like you were wanting Heineke to win that game for you because you did nothing really. You got away with giving up plays, and I just didn't expect the Washington defense to be this way i don't I don't know this is another kind of disappointment where I'm feeling reversed now. I was expecting this team to be dominant versus they are relying on Heineke to be the savior.
0: yeah, I see what you're saying, and it's it's frustrating because. If they didn't play in the NFC East, this wouldn't be happening. It's this damn division. It's this is damn dirty division every year. It just it can never just be normal at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm not worried about the talent at all. Like it's not there's like a matchup that's toasting them or anything like that. I think their safety play has been a little off. Landon Collins hasn't done anything, and it's put Cameron Curl out of his element. Play more free safety than strong safety. I think it's hurt them a little bit. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is they're just playing so much zone coverage, you know?
1: And I can kind of see that versus what you're saying is that the quarterbacks are being able to read the zone where they're not truly switching whatsoever to do anything different. And then they're just giving up big plays at the same time. I actually do blame the secondary. It's just once again, the front seven, you and I going in this year, believing that it was going to be able to dominate the quarterback they got owned by Danny Dimes.
0: They I mean, but they didn't get owned by yeah, like they didn't get owned by their offensive line though. Like Jones is under pressure. You know what I mean? Like he took some hits. Like it wasn't like they didn't create any pass rush at all. Or they couldn't stop the That's, run. Yeah, like they got they got seconds. beaten by some zone reads. They got beaten by that arc run play. Um, and then they found holes in the zone coverage. You know, but it wasn't like their offensive line outplayed them at all. Their front was good last week.
1: I'm just surprised with, again, I expected after. Yeah, you expected
0: murder in 10-point games and that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing Uh, with that.
1: So, do you think that it will happen though is kind of what I'm falling back. I don't
0: think this week.
1: Well, okay. In the future, do you think this defense is going to be able to switch into that or is this what we're having to
0: expect? Yeah, I think so. I think the talent's overwhelming.
1: I agree, which is why I'm so disappointed. By the way, so now I'm going to talk about it. Why is Heineke so good? Why is he so good?
0: It was funny because when he, we talked last week about like game-winning drives and just like being calm under pressure and just taking what the defense gives you, instead of going for that big play right away, that's what Taylor Heineke did last week. Just calm, just taking seven yards, 12 yards, just marching up the field and everything else.
1: He just seems like the Washington quarterback that everybody wants. And also, he is the guy that the entire team wants to succeed, which I think is such a big deal. The only problem with the guy is that he gets injured all the time. And it's just him being able to stay healthy where he has put on pounds this year in order to be able to try to counteract that. I just, man, I really like watching him because it's not even the most impressive thing to be able to watch the passing or anything like that. It's just whenever he goes out there, you know he's probably going to die on the field to try to win the game, which is all you really want in a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, we want more death.
0: Uh, I mean, I think he played smart, though. You know, like I didn't think he took, he didn't take very many big hits at all. He just had that one mistake on the interception, you know, throwing off his back foot uh, while but, being tackled, but that was it. I think he played, he played a really smart game and his arm looked a lot better too. Like week one, the arm was pretty loose. Like he was he didn't have a whole lot of arm strength at all. He has he had some like a little bit of laser. It was like a red laser dot, you know, instead of a full blown laser. But he had some arm strength last week, which was surprising too. Um and he just had that one miss really was all. But yeah, I like I like this offense a lot. I like it more than I expected to going into the year. You know, it's weird, it's like it's flipped. It's like I like their offense a lot. Their defense has been you're kind of underwhelming a little bit of a disappointment, but I think that's going to correct itself, you know, in the coming weeks.
1: I would hope so when it comes to defense, because if the, well, I'm not going to really hope so, considering they're in the same division, but for the sake of me being right, I hope their defense turns into that, because if it does, the offense with Heineke is going to be just fine, where then they are going to be able to dominate the game. And also, I just want to state, I believe I was right about Heineke all along, I believe I said that he should be starting, that he would be helping this team win games, that Fitzpatrick was a joke compared to him.
0: Oh, you and... don't know what Fitzpatrick looks like yet.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, it
0: is an injury. That's a mulligan, you know?
1: I also want to say McLaurin is really great to watch. Yeah, he's incredible. He it is something special. And it's, it makes me a little jelly to have that. I'd rather have
0: that than Amari Cooper. Ooh, yeah, uh, he's a real Andre Johnson so far to start his career. He is. Playing with all these different quarterbacks and still being able to carry a passing offense on his own. They got Diami Brown involved a little bit last week. Their outside zone games from really good with Antonio Gibson. Still, I really like that Allen up they ran with McKissick. Um It's a fun offense, you know. I I think like that the individual like flashes from their defense are great, but yeah, like cohesively they haven't fully put it together just yet. But I'm ex- like the talent there is too good. So pick-wise, this is a very hard game for me. My heart's in two separate <laughs> halves, you know? But I'm going to go Buffalo 26-20. I'm going to pick Washington with the points.
1: What's the spread?
0: Eight and a half, Buffalo. What?
1: Am I not allowed to pick this as my lock? You
0: can if you want.
1: Yeah, I would pick this as my lock. I'm, ma- is- I'm going
0: to make sure I said that correctly. We'll double check real fast. I have seven and a half here at DraftKings.
1: I would still take that. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so I'm going to say Washington, Buffalo. I am actually going to give the win to Washington, not even just on points. I'm going to say Washington, 28. I'm going to say Buffalo, 25. All right. I don't believe in this Buffalo team right now. Okay. I need to see something.
0: All right. um, yeah, you, know, you just have a spoiled heart, but it's all right. God saves. he, he uh, He's there for everybody whenever they need it. You don't need to worry.
1: Listen, man, listen. I never believe in being able to give it to the same guy over and over again because I think that's cheap. I think Patrick Mahomes is probably the best thing to watch, and Tom Brady is the second best thing to watch right now. Why am I saying that these two guys who are – Matt, it's incredible to watch – both of them. Lamar is a one-trick guy. I just, he bothers me because I still don't see any change. The other two, I just feel are unstoppable.
0: I don't, know, they, you, I don't know where this is coming from.
1: It means the moment they have the ball with a minute left, you know they're going to score. I can't say that for anybody else, but I can say it a positive for Mahomes and for Brady. That's disgusting.
0: Yeah, I don't know where that came from at all. Uh, the next game we have here, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles. The Rams are at home, and they're one-and-a-half-point underdogs. Um, you know, the Rams, in the first two weeks of the year, they're still kind of like the Jared Goff team, except Stafford can hit the deep ball. Well, that's one thing that's different. And what I mean by that, like their spread passing attack, or they're having to like beat man coverage on third down, it really hasn't been that good so far. Like, they're still winning because of their offensive scheme and structure, and they haven't been able to kind of, like, break, you know, past that wall they were at. Uh, like, pass, like break past, like, their same, like, 11 personnel structure. With Stafford just yet, there's a lot of incom- incompletions. They're they're kind of, like, stuck without having a third receiving option also. You know, it's Cup and Woods, and that's pretty much it. Um, but really, like the only thing that's been different so far is just, like, Stafford's hit two deep shots. And that's been the difference between, like, him and Goff from the way their offenses looked, you know?
1: That's actually what I was going to ask you then. So do you think that the offense looks exactly the same so far as it did before? Or do you think that Stafford does bring a little something different to the team here?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure does because he's more accurate. He can, He's smarter. He has a better arm. And, again, he can throw the deep ball. But, like, so- it's still pretty much the Rams, though. And, like, again, that thing I'm talking about is we were kind of discussing, like, can they play shotgun? Can they play a spread passing attack? Can they convert on third and third and long in those ways? And they haven't done it just yet. And there's still some like working out to do here, you know?
1: Well, I, I do agree. And that's kind of where I was going with it, where this team is still two and oh, where you could even put the faults on the offense, kind of the misses. They're just getting used to each other. Last year, when it came to Brady and the Buccaneers, they were getting blown out by the saints where they was still just pretty much them getting used to each other. I think this is going to be very similar with Stafford, where this team is already 2-0. and They're still able to make certain big plays, and yet they're not even as good as what they can be. So for me, that makes the Rams even a little bit deadlier. I just, I don't know, last week was a little bit weird for me. I didn't think that they would struggle too much with the Colts. It just seemed like that... Either they took the foot off the gas, or something was missing. I just didn't expect that game to be so close.
0: Yeah, but again, they had the Colts had two drives inside the five yard line, and they got zero points. Yeah, they didn't stop them at all. Their offense was like Cup was incredible. They didn't get much from Woods at all. Um, there's, I mean, really even without like a pass rush from Indy either, you know, there's just a lot of incompletions. Their passing offense really hasn't been all that great, you know, and it's still kind of like that same, like Rams offense that that gets rolling that we're used to. There hasn't been another level to it aside from the deep passing stuff. And Indy was a lot better at their cover four defense than they were in Seattle where they made sure that Car Willis wasn't trapped one-on-one against somebody, but also the Rams don't have like a really good deep threat all either. They don't. It's like it's tutu Atwell. And that's their that's their deep threat.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna really hang my hat on Tutu Atwell there. When it comes to anybody I, I will say you're kinda right when it comes to the deep threat. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, you're not really seeing that that big guy down the field that and, you're and able
0: the, to. And they're I, like they're deep they can win deep, but it's created by the offense. You know what I mean? Like it's not like they're gonna like yeah. beat some by one versus one on a vertical route. It's gonna be because they, they're they running a slant and then, oh, they, it's actually a sluggo and the cornerback bit on and there's no buyback there at all because it's third and four and they have eight guys in the box. like that's how they're that's how they typically creating. Like those two deep throws in Chicago, that was because they isolated a safety and they were able to isolate a safety who wasn't used to was standing still going against a full running receiver. And Stafford delivered two balls on that, you know.
1: Well, no, and I completely agree. Where it just seems like that, at least with Stafford and the receivers, the receivers only being able to get away with the breakaway downfield as if something happens after a slant at first. I I just think that this team is going to be better, and I want you to admit something because I'll even admit this too. Do you think Daryl Henderson is a little bit better than what we gave him credit for?
0: I I always liked Daryl Henderson. Well, wait,
1: was it? I just spent, I I'm, I spent
0: all was? preseason. I said. I don't oh. understand why they don't like Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson's like awesome. Henderson. I then, love Daryl he, Henderson.
1: Okay, you were the fan. I thought I yes. was in, I was. thought we were in a boat together no, on it. No, we were
0: not together on this one. I love Daryl Henderson. And I was like, why are they training for Michelle? Henderson's great. I don't know why they hate him. He's great. It,
1: it, well, you seem like you got the same productivity. And Daryl Henderson, though, he's just not doing that. He's actually just looking really solid. And with the carries he's getting, he's making something out of it. Yeah, so, He has
0: good vision, that zone scheme. I like how like he, he doesn't look that fast either, but he's fast. No. He's he, fast, he, but he doesn't really look that fast.
1: It's like a Zeke thing for me where I, I wish Zeke had the burst afterwards, but he doesn't anymore. Where Taylor Henderson will get stopped by somebody, but then there's that extra boom behind it that he's able to just keep going. And he's impressed me. He, I'm going to take back a little bit of my doubt of him, I just feel like they're loving Sony Michelle and him together.
0: Yeah, he got hurt with some rib cartilage. He may play this week. We don't know just yet. But yeah, I mean, he had a good game running the ball, Um, especially like he had a really good off-tackle run. He was good near the red zone. He was able to kind of run forward and and create get some extra yards after contact too. Um, I do think this is a bad matchup for the Rams, and it's for two reasons. One, they're not playing kind of the same cover four defense they had previously. They, They changed it up a little bit now with Morris. And then the second thing is that they're a really horizontal offense. And you know what's hard to do is to try to beat Tampa Bay sideline to sideline with the overall team speed that they have. And the last team that we we saw like, try to do that against them was Green Bay and their re- regular season matchup where they got pantsed you know, by them. And so I don't really like this matchup all for Los Angeles because of all their outside zone plays, all their jet sweeps, all their screen passes, all their wide receiver screen passes all their drag routes, you know, it's not really a good matchup at all for this Rams offense against Tampa. And It's really like if the Rams win this game, it's because Stafford's hit, you know, two or three of those big deep shots. And he absolutely nailed them against the blitz, and their single high, and uh, and he was able to hit, you know, those shots there. Because, like, overall, like, base-like play-to-play matchups, this is a bad matchup for Los Angeles' offense.
1: Man, I don't know what you want me to say. I just went on my uh, 10-minute spiel about how much I love Tom Brady. What do you think I'm going to say here? For me, and what the Bucks are going to do to the Rams, it's domination. I feel like it's going to get ugly once I again. I like it. Team. And it's just because after watching Dallas, and again, I'm a fan, I'm a little biased, after watching Dallas against Chargers, I just think the Dallas defense is the real freaking deal at this point. Where and like could could just go away. I just feel like that the turnovers are great. Everything looks fantastic. While the Bucks just are so dominant in every aspect, I just feel like the Rams, because they're not consistent yet, are just going to be stepped on. I just think that it's going to be coming down hard where it's going to be just like what the Bucks did last week. It's going to be another 40 to 20 type of game. And it's because I don't think the Rams are going to be able to do much against this team. And I think Tom Brady's going to dominate their defense.
0: Yeah. And like their defense really wasn't that good last week, you know? Has it hasn't
1: been that good. Has it hasn't been that good. And I thought it would be good. I even said that it would be good. And it's blown up in my face because the Rams' defense hasn't been that impressive.
0: Yeah. I mean, like Donald had some really good reps against Golaniski, but he didn't like derail them at all. Uh, Demoris Randall, or uh, my bad, Darius Williams gave up that one touchdown on a slant route. They don't really have the same depth they had anymore last year. Um, Ramsey's just like playing one side of the field. He only got tested once. at the interception, but yeah, like teams have moved the ball. Like the Indy moved the ball on them last week, you know. And like Chicago doesn't really count at all because they yeah. uh, they're at, they're at the freak table, you know, with their offense and Jim and, and everything else. And so yeah, I mean, it's still the Rams are kind of like what I thought they would be like. I just thought their like spread passing attack would be better, and I think that's what you have to do to be you know Tampa Bay right now. You can't run on them. You have to spread them out. You have to get them in one versus one matchups and attack their cornerbacks. Where you have matchup against and the Rams have two wide receivers, and so they won't have the same, they won't have like the same ability that Dallas had in week one, you know.
1: But that's what I mean. I just right now when it comes to what the Bucks are doing to teams, man, how many touchdowns is Tom Brady going to have here for?
0: Uh, I think four is good. So, four? so Brady's 44 years old, 65% completion percentage, nine touchdowns, two interceptions, 7.6 yards attempt. attempt. Um, he's only taken three sacks also. It's absurd.
1: It doesn't make sense.
0: I think he's an alien. I think he's it's, an android.
1: The moment it happened with Dallas at the end of the first half where Tom Brady threw that Hail Mary, I immediately go, what the hell is that? He's 44 years old, and he's just needing to take a step in order to bomb at 60 yards. What the hell is that? You're 44. He may play until he's 50. What is that? That doesn't make sense. Something is up. He's got to be an alien. It's the only thing. His uh,
0: his touchdown rate right now is 10.5%. So one out of every 10 passes he throws is a touchdown.
1: And it's because he's used to all of these weapons, and all the weapons are fantastic. It's funny because when a weapon does something bad, they just go in the doghouse. And they have, not like, three others that are going to be able to pick up the slack. I don't know who's going to beat this team because he's on a mission. And if he wins another, man, oh, my, oh, my God, the world, oh, Lord.
0: I uh, it's funny too because it's like they have O.J. Howard here and he's healthy and you don't even remember it at all, and they have like Scotty Miller and you don't think about Sky Miller until he makes some deep touchdown catch, and they have Rollin Jones until he fumbles and they bring Fournette in and then he drops a pass and then it's Jones again and, nice they, have a, and they have a great offensive line. And their defense is, you know, absolutely disgusting. And all their cornerbacks are less than 26 years old. And they're all really fast, too. But, yeah, I mean, they're the best team. Like, it's like, it's them and then everybody else right now.
1: Yeah, I would completely agree. Because to your point, at least with Kansas City, right now, right now, nobody would be able to beat the Bucs. And it's not even close. Yeah, I agree. I think it'd be a total, again, another total annihilation. The only team that stands a chance, the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Uh Uh-huh. The Dallas Cowboys after they have four turnovers.
1: The Dallas Cowboys still stand a chance. After,
0: after they have four turnovers.
1: Dallas Cowboys. Did you hear me? Dallas. Yeah.
0: yeah. After four turnovers. Uh. So I wanted to pick Los Angeles and I like actually thought about it. I was like, yeah, it's a bad matchup for them. So I'm going the Bucks 28.
1: The Rams oh! 24. Oh no, man. Wait, wait, what's the point spread?
0: Uh, one and a half. What? Tampa on the road.
1: People my, love
0: the Rams. Like People are like, Rams, Super Bowl.
1: I, I'm that. I'm that. I think that they'll be able to get better. Right now, in week three, after seeing that, no. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'll be nice. 38, the Rams, 25. I like
0: it. There's some good, some good football this weekend. Yeah. The last game we have here, Monday night, Philadelphia and Dallas. Yeah, I wanna apologize, I guess, for the Eagles. Like there's a lot of knowns here with their coaching staff and with Jalen Hurts also. I love watching them though. They have a, they have a smart yep. yeah, they have a smart offense. They have a really efficient passing attack. Hurts is, you know, a dynamic athlete. And their thing too, it's like their offensive line's just been really good to start of the year. They don't run block as well. Like Brandon Brooks tore his peck, but he wasn't really like had the same level of tenacity at the second level um to start the year but they pass protect so well that he has like five six seconds and it's vital for Hertz, where he's starting you know in his second year and it just gives him like more of a, a margin of error for his development Like he doesn't have to see the game right away he can slowly see and watch plays develop and I think they've just been fantastic to start the year so far like I've had a lot of fun watching Philadelphia
1: I will give you this. I have no idea why I've heard any type of reports coming into the season about doubts of Jalen Hurts. Why does Jalen Hurts look so good? I mean, even with the deep passes and everything, it looks better that, than what LeBron That Lepard
0: pass did. But to Cephas to was ridiculous. It,
1: it, it just seems like that you actually have something in the guy where he is a true threat, where he is making things happen with nobodies at this point. Besides Devontae Smith, obviously. But, I mean... Well, Ray- and
0: Rager's a first-round pick. And Ortega Ar- Ray- is- Whiteside's a second-round pick. But he's never been good.
1: I was going to say, Whiteside, I'm not going to give you. He him.
0: blocks sometimes. Goddard's Ooh. all right.
1: Goddard's okay. It's Ertz, not like... Ertz,
0: Ertz exists.
1: He, does he? Are you sure? I only know he's on the team because their are sinner dyed his hair because of it.
0: Yeah, you just see him sometimes out there.
1: Only Sometimes. I think that the Eagles actually have a really solid team, which is why they worry me in this division. It just once again, the NFC East. Like what I told you at the beginning of the year, is the bloodbath.
0: No, this it's is, stupid.
1: This is where the gladiators. No, fight.
0: no, no, no.
1: This is where domination. Happens. It's a bunch.
0: It's a bunch of. It's a pool noodle fight.
1: A pool noodle fight. Yeah, it's, it's the
0: death. It's a pool noodle fight to the it, death. It,
1: it's a dangerous pool noodle fight where people can drown. That's yeah, dra-
0: and, the, and the pool's three feet deep.
1: Still, somebody could hold somebody under because that's what we do. We choke them well, that, out. That's
0: why you have that, the noodle, though, to keep you floating.
1: Yeah, you, know, you choke them out with the noodle, so then they're not floating. Instead, they're under because you're holding them under because that's what you do in the NFC East. You battle until the end. I just, man. This division, who would have thought, oh, this guy thought. And now with the Eagles, them actually being something that I truly never expected, where their defense is even able to make plays. I get that Jimmy G is so bad and everything, but they did put on a whooping when it came to Atlanta. And that was still kind of shocking.
0: Well, that was what we talked about this year, too. That they're kind of weird, where they don't have linebackers. They don't have a secondary, really, at all. And it's built around having a really great offensive line, defensive line. They're healthy right now, but they're older. They are, They already lost Brandon Graham. They, are, they already lost Brandon Brooks as well, too. The left side of their offensive line is a little bit younger, at least. But And they can deal with losing Brandon Graham because Sweat's been really good. Barnett's good. They have Ryan Kerrigan there, too. um. So they can handle that. Hassan Ridgway's been a murderer this year, also. And they have Hargrave and they have Cox. And they can lose some defensive linemen, but they really can't lose another offensive lineman. Because if they lose another one, now we start seeing Nate Herbig. And they lose another one, and Lane Johnson has a hamstring. And then it can all kind of go to hell. Now Hurts, like Hurts doesn't get the ball out in time. Hurts is, I hold the ball for 12 seconds until something like, he has to see it. He doesn't really like throw it like anticipation. He sees it, throws it. And so that's kind of a concern for Philadelphia long-term. But for now, they're fun to watch. Uh, Sirianni's done a really good job. They moved the ball pretty well against San Francisco. They had you know that fourth down stop on the goal line that you know, took some points off the board from them as well too. Um, they're fun and the the thing about them about this game is nobody has really stressed their secondary at all. You mentioned Garoppolo, but even Atlanta also Atlanta did not throw any intermediate passes in that game at all. Yeah, you know, Ryan was under duress, but their offense really wasn't built around it. And nobody's really attacked their secondary yet. And the Dallas have the Dallas have uh the, yeah. well, yeah. you know, yeah. the Dallas have a you know, the Dallas have a four oh. wide receiver attack. Yeah. Yeah. And Jarwin and Schultz have been really good too. Um Wilson was awesome last week. Uh, this is finally a team I think is gonna poke the holes in the Philadelphia Eagles secondary that Atlanta did in and San Francisco did in the previous two weeks.
1: I don't know what you want me to say besides I'm in love with what I'm watching right now. I don't know what this team is. I don't know where they came from. But this seems like a dominant team that knows what they're doing at all times. The biggest surprise, besides for me, Dak Prescott, I'm going to happily admit, I'm not minding whatsoever. The only thing that's bothering me, and that's just because I think he may be done, is Zeke. And I think he's going to have to turn into some type he's of... He's kind
0: of, of in his own head, too, right now.
1: I think he's going to have to be some type of Marion Barbarian. And the reason why it's going to always be in his head at the same time... Matt, what do you do when you see what Pollard is? Like, Pollard is just the best thing to be able to watch because the hole, like, versus one over the other, if a hole is open, Zeke is going to get four to six yards. If a hole is open for Pollard... He's gonna get ten to fifteen. If not, he's gone. And that's where I think the main difference is Zeke, I get that he lost the weight and he looks fantastic. It's just there's no breakaway yeah. here. There there's not there's no boost like that. It looked I was
0: entirely thinking. different. Like Zeke can't make the same runs outside of the tackles that
1: yeah. Pollard can't.
0: But I mean, like it still works though. I know you disagree with this, but it's really good to have two good running backs.
1: Well, no, it's, I, it's
0: good to make sure they stay fresh. Cleveland and that's part of right, it, too. Matt.
1: Cleveland says you're right. I can never disagree with that after seeing Cleveland. Sure, they didn't use the 100%. Texans.
0: David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Rex I, Burkhead, Philip Lindsay. You know, Phil Lindsay's averaging like 1.7 yards a carry right now. Is that good? I think it may actually be
1: 1.2. That's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I will say I don't mind the double back. The problem is. I think the main back should be Pollard. And that's where I'm a little disappointed on what I'm seeing, not just because I just don't think you have it anymore. Dak, to me, has easily been the most impressive, where he's made some mistakes. I just, I like where he's at. I like what he's doing, because especially with the two-minute offense, he is a guy where now I feel like he's going to be able to score the ball.
0: Because he knows
1: what to be able to do. And that's what I've always wanted, just out of the quarterback is like what they did with the kick Greg the leg I don't know if he just needed the first half of a football game to just warm up or some crap but all of a sudden he's able to make those kicks where you're able to trust him on making a 50 plus yarder and I mean I just I just enjoy this team cuz it's winning these type of games versus in the past everybody laughed cuz we'd always lose these type of games
0: well it's only been one you're one and one in these type but of games so far won't. It Put doesn't matter. Bucks. You're still only one and one in them. Don't get all cocky. Oh,
1: so, no, I, I thought so after the Bucks. You're
0: we, way too cocky we, right no. now.
1: No, 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 no. Everybody thought after the Bucks game that this is just the same old downs. They just look good for that. Uh, one. you,
0: you then, second, have you. It's like it. you haven't With lived pitch. your own life the last ten years. Oh,
1: God. You've listen, lost
0: your, you've lost your damn mind.
1: Herbert Sherbert, they beat him, man.
0: You've lost your damn mind. It's oh, gone.
1: Listen, they won. Okay, it's fine. They're just, they're so good right now. I'm loving every minute of this. I will, I,
0: say, I will say this. I think Kellen Morris did a really good job so far
1: this year. I think everyone has done really good so he, far. Like,
0: open throws. The run game is creative. Defense, the screen game that- is creative uh a lot really good like crane one versus one matchups. Like I really like that drive they had against Los Angeles where C.D. Lamb had like four first downs in a row and they put him at running back. They threw him a screen pass. Yeah, you know, he was able to get his feet in on on a sideline throw too. Um I think he's just been and they've used motion really well. You know, Dak doesn't have like the full arm at all. The one time he tried to zip it he threw that interception where it was overthrown and went right to uh, went right to uh Samuel, you know and so like, like, but I think I think Morris done a really good job.
1: No, I, I'm i not going to say he's done that because I would still question some of the times whenever he runs the ball on like a third and nine, for example. And I'm just like, what the hell are you doing? But otherwise, I'm going to agree overall. I've actually been impressed more with the defense, though, because I never expected this. Versus- I, think
0: it's, I don't think the defense has been that good, though. They've had turnover luck.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. You know what it's I like mean.
0: Houston's defense hasn't been good, but they forced five turnovers in the first yeah, six quarters.
1: I want the – dude, at least the turnovers give me something that stops. Like, yeah, off- if you have
0: 30 turnovers, this is going to be a good defense. But I think play-by-play, okay, it isn't a good defense yet.
1: Okay, you know what? I just don't like the negativity that you're trying to spill out and trying to ruin my drive. I'm sorry. No, no, no! I don't like it just because you're over there depressed, saying that you have to watch or I'm sorry, write game previews for a one and eight. No, Texas
0: no, I was saying I don't, don't think I'm gonna sp- I'm gonna spend this all is, week writing is, a game preview for a one and eight Texas team.
1: This is insane! You're trying to take your anger out on me just because my team is good this year, and
0: I Morgan, had
1: no, I had, no, I, had
0: I had no preconceived perception that this is me a good Texas team. I feel nothing. Feel zero except when Ty got was we're out there. We're
1: saying they were to the Super Bowl last week.
0: Well, that was because God, but I feel nothing again now.
1: Great, right. I'm so glad that you um, changed.
0: I did change. Last week was funny cause for Dallas, because that was a perfect Amari Cooper game. He had big week one. He's on the road. It's what like three it? catches, thirty yards.
1: He, said he was injured. Oh my god! When I saw that, I immediately wanted to text you because the moment. He oh, was is that dead-
0: when he got hit? In yeah, the, was, He was, dropped was, that he pass was, in the red zone.
1: He made a big catch. He was like, Oh my god, do you have a tummy ache all of a sudden? It's just the same crap with Amari, and that's why I say I would I would love McLaurin. Give me McLaurin over Amari Cooper any day.
0: Um I love Dalton Schultz though. He's been awesome. And Jarwin's been pretty good too. And they like that Los Angeles team, they can't stop the run. And Dallas did a really good job blocking the second level, moving the first level against them. Uh, they made a lot of just, like, good run blocks. Like, Martin was great last week. Baez was pretty good. And Terrence Steele backing up Lale Collins. He was good last week.
1: Everything Steele was good. All backups were good. Yeah. I just could not believe what I was watching when it came to Dallas, having all those injuries. Going into the game, everybody was laughing, and it didn't seem like that at face, which finally, it was like next man up where it truly meant that, where the backups were able to produce. And that's something that Dallas hasn't had in a long time.
0: Yeah, and it's like important to remember that young players tend to get better, and Terrence Steele is a guy who's like that. Like He was bad last year, but young players usually get better, and he was, he's been better so far this year. I also really enjoyed Micah Parsons playing defensive end. He uh, got stormed Norton probably like four or five times on some good pass rush moves.
1: Micah Parsons is fantastic, and I knew that he was going to be the, one of the best, if not the best, rookie defensive player of the season. And I just... He's something special to watch because somehow he's always involved when it comes to the ball and a tackle being made. I love it, and he just seems smarter than the other linebackers that we have.
0: Well, he didn't play linebacker very much last week, too. He played defensive end. I I think Smith had a good game last week, though.
1: Jalen didn't do too bad, but it's also because he knows that he's about to lose it.
0: I really liked Jalen last week, That He was running all over the field. He was making tackles. I don't like Vanderesh anymore, though. You can't do the wolf howl if you've played one game in the last two years, you know? You can't wolf howl anymore.
1: But he played, like, four plays.
0: Yeah, he had that sack cleaning up. Herbert escaped in the pocket and he wolf howled. You can't wolf howl anymore.
1: You can always wolf howl. Nope. There's wolf howl in the wolf house. Wolf howl
0: days are gone.
1: Yeah, probably. I completely agree. Mike Parsons is so good. I love him so much to watch. He's so young, and it's so fun to just—he is—he doesn't even look big. That's where it's so fun to watch for me. He just doesn't seem big, but yet every single day, oh, the tackle's being made, it's Parsons. Where'd he come from? Where'd he go? He's always involved, and that's what I just didn't expect whenever they drafted him, because I always wanted the corner. Finally, us missing on something actually ended up working out. And, yeah, man.
0: I really like that. Curse is really good last week. Also,
1: they're all been. They all been. Curse really- is
0: really good, and uh, Malik Hooker made a play. I forgot that he went to Dallas. That was cute. You know, I mean, there's like there's a there's a little bit of talent there. It's like deeper. They don't have the same little top end talent, yes. and uh, I'm excited to get like I'm excited for Walker and Gregor back or back again because Walker is really good against Tampa, and if they can stay healthy enough until he gets there, maybe this is like the 18th best defense instead of uh, a defense that relies completely on turnovers. So I'm going to make my pick here. I originally had Dallas 30, Philadelphia 20, but you're way too cocky. You've lost your mind. I've changed it. I'm going Philly 30, Dallas 20. You've lost it. You are way too excited right now. Why are you doing this to me? I know this story. We've been going through this same thing for the last 12 years. It never changes.
1: Listen, listen, you're trying to bring me down right now. What's the point spread? Because I picked against them last week and they won. Three
0: three and a half point favorites for Dallas at home.
1: Oh, God. I don't want to do that. All right. I'm going to say I'm going to pick them. And I think I'm going to jinx them. I can't believe you said I'm too cocky right now.
0: You've lost it.
1: I'm going to pick the Cowboys, 31 the Philadelphia Eagles, twenty-three. Can't believe you think I lost it, man.
0: You yeah, have. It's it's very like worrisome. You're gonna be so what sad next my... week.
1: All I know is my team looks so dominant. This is know...
0: this is how you pick Cowboys games. Whenever they feel terrible about their team, you pick them to win, and then whenever they feel off about their team, or whenever they feel good about their team, you pick them to lose. What are you...
1: Listen, I am just here, all right? I'm giving my opinion on this. And also, if they were to lose this week after me picking them the first time, I probably will pick them to lose for the rest of the year.
0: Sounds good.
1: Yeah, I'll do that.
0: I think that's what you need to do. So, so. our uh, We'll do our locks of the week. My lock of the week is Pittsburgh plus three, or three-point favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals. Who are
1: the Broncos playing?
0: They're from the Jets.
1: All right. What's the point spread?
0: I think it's 10.5. All
1: right. If it's 10.5, I'm taking that one as my lock.
0: It is 10.5.
1: I'm taking that. I want to have some fun.
0: It's a bad one to pick.
1: It's not a bad one to pick.
0: Teddy Bridgewater has the chain now.
1: 10.5. Is
0: this your upset or is this your lock? The lock's supposed to be a favorite you're picking to cover.
1: All right, well then, switch it for me. Pick that as my under. And when it comes to the lock, what are the Giants?
0: The Giants are three-point favorites against Atlanta.
1: You know what? I'm taking that as my lock. After what Philly did against Atlanta, that's going to be my lock here.
0: Yeah. I uh, that was kind of a weird game.
1: Well, I just feel like that when it comes to I they were know, just
0: awful. It's like that. It was, it's funny because Arthur Smith has always been so good in the red zone, and Atlanta, yeah. all of their red zone juju wasn't there at all.
1: It they were just, terrible
0: in the red zone.
1: It. They look really and the thing is, at least with Texans, Texans look more of a decent team than what the Falcons have provided. Yeah, with
0: Tyrod. Um. So my so my so my lock is Pittsburgh three point favorites. My sleeper New Orleans. Jameis Winston, three point underdogs against New England. Last week wasn't Jameis's fault. Uh, I watched but, the video. He didn't have open receivers. Well, that's, they couldn't that's, run the ball. Same. The that's blitzes exactly. got to him, and they couldn't use Kamar in the passing game because he had a pass protect every single time.
1: Here's the thing. I think you and I, we, we believed, even though you just always said it every year, And Conn Smith, blah, blah, blah.
0: They I had think, zero receivers. It really know, it was bad last week.
1: I think Jameis needs a guy now. I think Jameis is good enough where you can't just let him just throw it to anybody because those the receivers he has aren't that good. Yeah, you got, got to give him. You out. need something. Yeah, give him one and then come talk to me if that guy's not getting the targets. It's just right now he's got nobody that's your go-to.
0: And their play column was kind of crappy last week too.
1: I agree. Champagne sometimes though gets in his own head.
0: Yeah, and he said so too. It's like the offense is my fault last week. Yeah. I don't like that about him. Um, so to recap, I have Los Angeles thirty-one thirty. You have Kansas City thirty-eight thirty-four. But you're picking Los Angeles because they're seven-point underdogs. Washington Buffalo. I have Buffalo twenty-six twenty. You have Washington 28 25. The Bills are seven half point favorites at home. Tampa Bay on the road against Los Angeles. The Bucks are one half point favorites. I have Tampa Bay 20, 28 24. You have Tampa Bay 38 25. Philly Dallas. I have Philly 30 20. You have Dallas 31 23. The Cowboys are three and a half point favorites at home. And then my lock, Pittsburgh, three point favorites. My sleeper, New Orleans, three-point underdogs. Your lock, Giants, three-point favorites. Your sleeper, the Jets, at
1: 10.5.
0: Ready to feel Teddy Bridgewater's wrath.
1: Oh, my God. 10.5, dude. Oh, my God. I can't wait for the 10-point victory from Teddy.
0: I think Wilson's going to throw seven interceptions.
1: No, he already did. No, no, no. It's going to get out of his head. Corey Davis all day, baby. Eight receptions, 130 yards. Two TDs is what's going to happen against Denver.
0: I'm glad you feel that way. Um So we did a longer one because you don't have a Texans game to watch on Sunday. And so you're probably more invested into the overall NFL. And so that's what we, we gave to you this week. I may do a, a show on Sunday where I watch the, the film and kind of talk you through what, what I saw this week. But we'll see what happens. I don't know. I I'm, kind, I'm kind of a busy person. They we'll all see what be- I can do.
1: Keep writing the previews. That's all people want. I'm about want.
0: to send it right to you.
1: Do it now.
0: Um, but until next time, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Balvard Radio. And thank you for Beyonce on tonight, Taylor. And Taylor, you know who the Texans play next week?
1: Who? Oh. The
0: Buffalo Bills, baby.
1: Josh Allen kind of sucks.
0: Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I'm done with you. Never.